Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hey everyone, just me at the top of the show to one, thank you for downloading this episode, episode 223 of the podcast, and a big, big thank you to everyone who is Patreon subscribers. Got a whole bunch of new Patreon subscribers, so thank you very much. Hopefully you're enjoying all the top five episodes, and hopefully if you're not a Patreon subscriber, you're enjoying the little uh, sneak previews of them on the Friday, so that's a new thing we're doing now. So every single Friday, about, you know, eight minutes of the show is going up in your Don't You Know Who I Am feed. Also, if you're parents and you have children aged between like four and ten, I have an Instagram page called Josh Earl Kids. That's what it is, at Josh Earl Kids. And every week I'm putting up uh, content for kids in those age groups. And at the minute, I'm put, currently putting up every single like ten uh, episodes of my show, I did Oliver Up a Tree. So across ten weeks, you'll have the whole show there on the feed. So that it would be something to do with your kids. And it's fun. If you uh, are listening to this, go on uh, Apple iTunes, go on Apple Podcasts, give it five stars and spread the word. I, yeah, I really, really think these episodes in over in uh, in this lockdown period have been great and I want more people to listen to them. So if you can give it five stars, share it amongst your any social media feed you have, that would be excellent. Please enjoy this episode with Liv Hewson, Ben Koshin, Becky Lucas and Alexi Toliopoulos. Hello and welcome to Don't You Know Who I Am, the podcast that asks who knows whom, who knows what, because who knows why. My name is Josh Earl, and this week I discovered I share my name with an Idaho man whose Twitter handle describes him as a God-fearing husband, cyclone, and agriculturalist. So oh. I'm not sure if he's also fearing cyclones. <laughs> and he is a cyclone. <laughs> is, that, is that what it is? Like, he hasn't given a cyclone a capital, so I'm not sure mm. he's saying he is a cyclone, but... He's a God-fearing husband, a cyclone, and an agriculturalist. I don't know. Maybe that's just how he feels, like his emotions. Yeah. Yeah. Like. All men are cyclones deep down yeah. is my philosophy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Girls are psychos, guys are cyclones. I was going to say <laughs> women are tornadoes and yeah. men are cyclones. Okay. And yeah. I'm a hurricane. <laughs> yeah, and... you're, a, you're a big storm, Liv. <laughs> <laughs> Who are those voices? Let's uh, meet them now. Our first guest shares their name with the front desk lead at Urban Air Adventure Parks in Houston. Can you please welcome us, Becky Lucas. Yay. Hello. Did Hello, you all. Front desk lead, which I think is yeah, just someone who mean? sits at sits at the desk at the front of the – it's a, Yeah, but they're park. the lead. They're the lead. Yeah. <laughs> and, I just, and that's how I see myself. I'm sort of the lead yeah. of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. number one quiet. on the call sheet that I've just done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Also joining us is a first-timer to the podcast. He shares his name with a professor of maritime studies in Massachusetts. Can you please welcome Ben Koshin? Yeah. Thanks for having me. Hey, Ben. That guy sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Do you know anything about the sea, Ben? (laughs) What was that? 
Do you know anything about the sea? Not much. I know there's a woman called Rebecca Caution who she's done a few pornography films. Not that I've seen them. I think they're, <laughs> I think they're called the Eating Out series. Oh my oh, god. They're not pornography. They're just like um Take they're away. like they're just horny like skin flicks. That's a treatise on Alfresco dining, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also good for people who are like they remember this episode in the future, but like, oh, I can't remember exactly what episode it was. I'll just, I'll Google, oh, Becky was in it and caution, and then they'll just come up with that. It'll be great. Exactly. <laughs> Our next guest shares their name with the Roman numerals for 54 Houston. Can you please welcome back to the podcast? It's Liv Houston. Yay. Hi. Hey, Liv, how you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Now, I don't know if other people know this. I'm going to put this on the podcast. You got nominated <laughs> for an award today. That's pretty cool. I what? did. Oh, yeah. congratulations. Thank you. Wow. What sort uh, yeah. of award? Um, an, an indie film I did called Under My Skin is premiering at Raindance Film Festival in London this year, and they nombed me for Best Performance, which is wow. really nice. Oh, congrats. That's amazing. That's awesome. Like Thanks, a, proper, a proper real award, not just a, uh, you, got, you won the podcast. That's actually yeah. impressive. Well, I, hope to, I hope to also win the podcast. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to neck nominate you to do the ice bucket challenge. <laughs> <laughs> so, big day for Liv. And Very finally, finally is a man who when you type his name into Google, the related searches are his name, podcast, and his name, age. So let's see if we can finally get to the bottom of these two mysteries. Can you please welcome us, Alexi Toliopoulos? Yes. I will never reveal my age. I will never reveal it. I am somewhere in my 20s, and I am also officially taking this year off from ageing. It doesn't count. Okay. I'm staying the same age. He's 29. I'm not. That actually is a lie, Becky. That's not true. I'm but, 23. No, you're not. But have you ever done a podcast? That's what, the, that's what Google wants I've to know. I've done several podcasts. I've done okay. several podcasts, including this podcast here today. It is my second podcast for the day. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Our first game today is called Social Me, Me, Media. In this round, I'll read out status updates by the four of you. If you think you know who wrote them, buzz in. Your names are your buzzers. You get a point if you get it right, a point to the person actually wrote it. If you're incorrect, so you can't buzz in for your own ones. First question is this one. The Queen's a bitch. Who wrote that? Liv. Yes, Liv. Was that Becky? That was Becky. Yes, you are correct. Yes, point there for Liv. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What prompted that, Becky? I think she'd just been being bitchy like in the in, during <laughs> the speech she gave at the end of the year was real bitchy. Yeah, a lot of undertones. Yeah, she shaded someone. She shaded Camilla. She threw shade. Yeah. She gave an epic clap back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question two: Removing a rib so I can put my socks on easier. Becky. Alexi. Yes, Alexi. Is that Benny? You are correct. That is Ben Caution. I'm glad I got a laugh for that one. (laughs) I thought about that tweet uh, today, which is sad to admit I'm thinking about my own tweets on a (laughs) daily basis. Were you thinking in a, I wonder what tweets Josh is going to choose? Or was it, oh, that should get... No, I was just putting my uh, shoes on and it was real hard today. (laughs) I I wish I could remove one of my ribs. (laughs) I was like, I genuinely want to do it. Were you proud in that moment today, Ben? I was real proud, and I was like, I think no one remembers my tweet, so I'm just going to tweet it again. That's oh, right. That was my second thought. Yeah. <laughs> you could probably get away with that, or someone would be like, mate, you stole this, and then they discover it was you the first yeah, time. Yeah. And then it's just a disaster. Everyone feels really sad for you and no one's to bring it up. 
That's Last week goal. on the pod, we outed people stealing tweets. It was, oh, a, good, yes. it was a good time. Okay. Yeah. Who, Who oh, stole had, a tweet? We had uh, David Hughes, the Perth uh, Twitter guy, not Hughesy, but the uh, one on Twitter who's very funny. And, this uh, is a freaking mind game that you're playing with me right now. I'm lost in this story. <laughs> <laughs> you're saying there's a Perth Hughesy? There's yeah, a Perth Hughesy and it's not the Hughesy? It's, it's not the, the it's, Hughesy. It's infamously not Hughesy. Yeah. Oh, change, my Lord. Change your name. But yeah, that's a good point. Well, he's yeah. from England. He didn't even realise uh, there was another David Hughes. Oh, well, he moved he to should. the wrong place. I hey? know. He moved to... <laughs> but, um... I'm going to move to England and call myself the freaking queen, dude. That's what it's like. Come here, <laughs> And then name. Becky's going to call you a bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Again. He, he tweeted that Elon Musk is short for elongated musket. And then oh, yeah. another, another guest said that he heard Dave Callan use that in a show. Whoa. And then through the week, uh, Charlie Clausen from uh, Clausen, I mean from Tofop mm. and uh, Blue Healers and Home and Away, used it on their podcast and said he got it from Mr. Sunday Movies. Uh, oh my god, what is the truth? So everyone, like, there's four people who have stolen this tweet. My God, Whoa. I hate to bring this up, but which Dave Callan? There are two comedians in Australia, oh, yes. Dave Callan. I hate to bring this up, but I got to get to the end of this. <laughs> the the Irish one. The okay. dancer. Yeah. Okay. And by the way, the dance and the Irish one are the same one. They're the same <laughs> yes. one. Yeah. Next question. Just got told by one of the kids that I dress like an art history professor and I've never been so happy. Becky. Alexi. Yes, Becky. Liv? Yes, you are correct. Yes. Point I for was Becky. so thrilled. I was so happy with myself. I rode that high for days. <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I say, Becky, were you going to say Alexi? No. Oh, I thought... Alexi isn't allow, allowed around kids. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, tragically, I did not pass my working children check. They said that I was too funny. Allowed, too funny. Too funny, too hot. <laughs> <laughs> too gorgeous. They couldn't, they couldn't dress me around them. Leave yeah. the kids all hot and bothered. <laughs> Strong risk of me starting puberty a little early, little suckers. <laughs> Question four. All books suck. Been saying it for years. Movies are like if books were snappy and the pages are made of gorgeous, ben. famous people. Yes, Ben. I'm going to say that's Alexi. That is Alexi. This is good. First four, everyone's on the board. It's good. This guy nice. loves movies. I know that about him. We've <laughs> yes, been friends for a few years and I've known for a while that this guy likes a movie. <laughs> Ben, only a close friend would know that about me. <laughs> yeah, he's an interesting guy. He likes movies? Yeah. yeah. I'm actually nuts for them, to be honest. <laughs> I think they're quite spectacular. You froth yeah. the movie. I love that. What is your favourite movie you've seen this year, Alexi? Um, the Assistant. The Assistant? The assistant. With yes. uh, John Travolta? No. no. That's The Fanatic. <laughs> That's the fanatic. I which no shit. I watched that today. I actually watched the fanatic today. Whoa! It made me feel sick. It's yeah. not. Um, too it's not real. A good movie. Too close it, to your I own. I related it to it too much. <laughs> oh, no. I saw it as a reflection of my own life. Next <laughs> question: Women get wet, men get hard. What are we making cement here? <laughs> Becky. <laughs> yes, Becky. Ben Koshin. You are correct. Yes. <laughs> if you, I like this segment because you know we get to see behind the tweets. Mm. And <laughs> that is a joke and I now do regularly and can I say it does pretty well. Oh, that's good. Sorry that's I, awesome. I, I ruined it on the podcast then by 
I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna drop it now. You're gonna have to cut it. You've got to come up with someone else. <laughs> we can beep. It. We can. We can beep. I'll just say, women get beep, men get beep. What, what are, are we? we? Beep. beep? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I think it still ben, works. You're obsessed with the human body. Your work often discusses the machinations of how the body works. Does that mm. fascinate you? It really does. I used to watch that show with that German guy who would sort of tear people's bodies open and, or a cowboy hat. Do you remember that guy? I have no idea what no. you're talking about. Oh, it, was this, it was this weird German guy and he'd just like, he'd take people's bodies apart and he had a weird cowboy hat on. This isn't a dream you had once? Are you it sure? Could be, it could be a dream, could be a tweet no, idea. It was it... It wasn't like a kid's show, like an anatomy show. or I, I think it was for adults and my dad made me watch it. He wanted me to know about the human anatomy. <laughs> it was actually quite horrendous. He cut the human penis in half to uh, look inside it. Vertically or horizontally? Which way are we talking? Uh, sort of like a sausage sandwich. I think it was oh, vertical. Butterfly. Oh. He butterflied it. He if you it's none cut, of my business you know, what goes on in there. That's, maybe that's how we could figure out how old Alexi is. We cut his penis in half <laughs> and we count the rest. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, next well, question. Do not. Anime recommendation. The opening credits to The Nanny. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Liv. Yes, Liv. Is that Becky? No, that is Alexi. A point there for Damn. Alexi. Another, oh, well, yeah. that's not a movie. That's a TV show, but it's yeah, close. You fraud. They're, sort of, they're similar. <laughs> I was trying to throw you guys off. Every now and then, I'll tweet about television. What's that? Television is that? Yeah, talk about television programs, etc. <laughs> What's the best television program you've watched this year, Alexi? I'm only watching Top Chef from season one onwards. I've been marathoning it. Do you have a favorite season of Top Chef? Yes, season eight, Top Chef All Stars. Beautiful season of television. Whoa. Bunch Why? of tops. Yes, I love the tops. Not enough <laughs> bottoms on that show for me, but I like it. <laughs> Next question. Do deep sea creatures think that divers are aliens? Have they seen land? Do they know that we live here too? Alexi. Yes, Alexi. Is that live? That is a live. Yes, a point there for Alexi. Yes. Stunning tweet. That I just can't get over the fact that there are a bunch of animals that don't know about each other. Like tigers mm. don't know about squid. That's no. fucked. <laughs> yeah. That's too, that's weird. Roosters that's don't know about, do, do roosters know about like axolotls? It, mm. It's too yeah. much. And what? like dogs don't know about 9-11. Probably. They don't. <laughs> or, no, I mean, some of them or might. Or do they know some too of them much? Yeah. <laughs> and if they did, they've all died since then, you know? Dogs oh, don't yeah. live that long. No, oh, it's only man. 19 years. Dogs have, Some dogs are more older than 19. Like, what, five dogs? Five yeah. dogs, no. You'd have to have a parade for the last dogs that remember <laughs> 9-11. Liv, <laughs> <laughs> how are we going to get a squid to meet a tiger? And how Listen, do you think a tiger would react? Yeah, okay, so uh, here's my thing. I'm like, okay, but they're both, they're both at the zoo sometimes. Sometimes there's a zoo mm. and aquarium and a tiger could, a tiger could be within like 100 metres yes. of a squid. Yeah. So we're so we can do this. We're so close. We just need to put a glass wall in between their enclosures and then just see what fucking happens. 
Well, back in the day, Dream in Dream at Dreamworld, they would walk the tigers around. Yeah. Mm. Oh my god. Yeah. Leash it up and just give it a tour. Let it see the entire world. I just want all zoo animals to play a getting to know you improv game. Is that so much to ask, Josh? Oh, you should do this podcast, but we're all different animals. Okay. Mm. Yeah, we'll do it over Facebook Messenger, the video (laughs) chat, so you can all put your different emoji animal faces on. Yeah, it'd be nice. That's why I think the surf and turf is a nice idea. Yeah. yeah. When's a prawn going to meet a cow? <laughs> Prawns and cows do not know about each other. <laughs> they get to know each other quite well within my belly. <laughs> Next question. Time to hop into bed, take my melatonin and fight with racist 17-year-olds in the comments till I drift off. <laughs> Who's on melatonin? Um, I will say Alexi is chiming in with an answer. Yes. Uh, I will posit that it is Becky Lucas. Another point there for Alexi. Very well done. Yeah. Becky loves a comment section. Yeah, I got, oh, last night I got stoned and started fighting with old girls from my high school in the comments. I felt (laughs) so ashamed. How did it go? Not well. (laughs) Oh, man. What were you fighting about? Anything or just everything? Oh, just she's just a conspiracy theorist. Oh, okay. that's fun. That's yeah. great fun. Yeah. And it's like you should just leave them, but I just was in the mood to, like, fight, I guess, which is not yeah. a nice thing to do. Well, you, you can't saw, do that yeah. now. You you told me just before the podcast that you've, you've locked yourself out of Twitter, so you can't be doing this anymore. Yeah, I'm not on Twitter. I guess you can still scroll through Twitter without mm. being in, but yeah. Don't is it tell her is, is it because you called the queen a bitch this time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next yeah. question. Remember how sometimes The Simpsons would be advertised as we promise you're absolutely going to need to bat off to Marge and Homer having sex in this episode, so it's going to be on a little later. Ben. Yes, Ben. I'm going to say, because it's TV related, I'm going to go Alexi again. <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> this guy gets his wheelhouse and he stays in there. My wheelhouse is freaking mealhouse, dude. <laughs> I do, That's remember, good. I do remember that. They, yeah, were, they were like, yeah. this, this episode of The Simpsons is going to be like a bit raunchy, so it's on at like, what, 7? Yeah. 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 You're going to see Marge's gorgeous little <laughs> ass off. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to see Marge's side boob, probably. Yeah. Yeah. And you're going to see freaking Moe's sizzling dick tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so stay up till uh, 8.30 on Channel 10. <laughs> Watch Marge and Homer make marital love. Yeah, she's mm. always like, oh, homie. Yeah. <laughs> homie, homie, please fuck me, homie. <laughs> oh, no. That's so upsetting. <laughs> Uh, there was that episode, and there was also the episode where Marge got a gun that they showed at a later time slot as well in Australia. Oh, oh. Yeah. yeah. And our last question for this round, Lou Baker after he's been jerking off all day. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that was combo number five. Becky. <laughs> yes, Becky. Ben. Yes, you're correct, yes. That reeks of Benny. <laughs> Another human body related one. <laughs> Oh, you just love, like, human meat. Yeah, I'm really interested in the human body. That's what I like to do. I like to get people on the show and in three tweets we've got a nice picture of who they are as a person. I'm curious now because I'm going to start singing it that way in my head every time I hear my number five. Uh, I remember when I was a young boy and that out, that song came out, I wanted it so bad, the single, and I made my dad go buy it for me. And he didn't know it, so we had to sing it. It's like what he thought it was to <laughs> Working at, like, Fish Records, had to just start singing it. We're looking yeah, for something. So it goes a bit like this. <laughs> <laughs> 
I imagine he's getting all the women's names wrong. He's yeah, like, yeah. Uh, it's Sharon, Clarice, <laughs> Jessica, uh, Bola, and Mary. Sola, <laughs> At the end of the first round, the scores are Liv, you're on one point. Ben, you're on two points. Becky, on three points. In the lead on four points, it's Alexi. Nice. What a mighty day for me. Great job, Alexi. Thank you so much, everybody. Now, this round is called Yeah Book. Now, in this round, we talk about our childhood, and today we're going back to a young Becky Lucas, whose friend's dad was having a hard time controlling his four children. But what happened next that made it even harder for this dad? Was it A... The kids found his diary where he was writing about how hard a time he was having. They then started writing in it, My name is Dad and I'm a dumb cunt. <laughs> That's A. My God. B. One of the kids walked off on him when he was talking to them, so he followed them. They went to slam the door on him and the door handle hit him in the testicles. The force oh. caused one of them to rupture. Oh, boy. Or C. At the school play, he fell asleep in the theatre and started snoring. His wife elbowed him to wake him up, and as she did, he did the biggest fart possible. <laughs> His daughter, who was on stage, said to the whole room, that's my dad, what a loser. <laughs> now, one of these is true. You can ask Becky as many questions as you want. Bear in mind, she wants you to get this wrong, so she gets <laughs> your point. You don't have to answer together. The floor is open for questions. Ask away. What was the, what was the school play he fell asleep in? Oh, it was like a type of soup. It was like the Superman story. I forget the name of it, but it was like the backstory to Superman. Wait, there was a kid's <laughs> play at a high school where they're like, oh, this guy wrote Superman. No, it was like Superman and like who he was as a boy and like going into that a bit more. Like the television show Smallville. Pretty mm. much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they just did the pilot episode of Smallville by yeah. <laughs> a local stage production I think, of it. Like very similar, yeah. Schools should That's do actually, that. Yeah. yeah. That's way better than like seeing some kids do like the glass menagerie or some yeah. shit. <laughs> and what role did your friend play in Smallville the play? She was like one of the sisters. Superman had sisters? Or a step yeah, like in this mm. he came from a family. Okay. Yeah. And she was like one of the older sisters. Becky, how sure are you that it was a Superman play? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Like, I, I remember, yeah. I, yeah. It's just Superman has an established backstory, doesn't he? Yeah. Not in the theatre really, world. really, no. Mm. Not yet. Because like, you would have thought emotional. that Spider-Man 2 also had enough movies, but then they had to have they the, did a play. the amazing they did musical. A musical. Turn off the dark. Turn off the dark with Bono and the Edge doing the music. Yes, and that famously went very, very well, mm. I seem yes. to recall. You can... I hope to see one day a local Queensland production of it at <laughs> high school. Can I, um, can I say, while we're on that topic, you, every listener needs to go and watch the uh, Turn Off the Dark segment on um, Letterman. I think they had yeah. just a song. It is the best thing you'll ever see. And it is so if, great. And if the listeners at home enjoy that, there is a book written about Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark, which chronicles yeah. every single disaster in the making of it, of which there were many. Great. Whoa. It rules. Can we talk about that a bit longer? Yeah. I want to pivot and ask, so in, in the version of this story where his testicle is ruptured, by a door handle. I'm interested in this as well. Um, yes, you are fascinated with the human body, after all. <laughs> yes, and th so so then what happened? Was he in like a like a like a cast? Like, did his children call an ambulance? Like, ha what then proceeded to happen? 
Uh, I wasn't there at the time, but he had to go to hospital. And I don't think there was any... I think they had to cut a little incision into the ball and, like, let some of the blood Into the actual nuts or the nut sack? (laughs) The nut sack. (laughs) Okay, God. Because there was a lot of swelling. Yeah. Ben, are you... Ben, caution, are you at your parents' house? No, I've I've actually moved oh, out. Damn which it. is pretty I cool. was hoping we could get your dad in to ask about that ruptured <laughs> ball sack. <laughs> could he you absolutely call him, would. would you mind yeah. calling him? I could. Doctor Caution, it... we need questions about a ruptured ball sack immediately. <laughs> oh, is your dad a doctor? He is a no, doctor. No, he oh. just loves ball sacks. He's a hobby. He's a ball. He's a ball doctor specifically. Oh, I thought you were calling back to that German show that he just really liked the anatomy <laughs> so he would know about this. Well, that's why he wanted me to uh, watch that show. I think he wanted me to be a doctor. He's Ooh, a ball okay. doctor. But Is he really like, a, that's pr- uh, sounds like it would have scared you off immediately. He well, wanted yes, to be a, he wanted to be a, a bum doctor like <laughs> like proctology or whatever. What are they yeah. called? Like, yeah, no, you're that's right. Proctologist. Proctologist. Proctologist, but he missed the deadline, so he had to go into balls. <laughs> <laughs> um, Becky, how did you know these, um, these, this family? Uh, I was friends with the, uh, the child, Ingrid. Ingrid. Yeah. And did, how did they tell you about this? Were they just like, oh, man, I read my dad's diary. It sucked. It's so sad. <laughs> or... I was there the day that... So we used to bully him all the time, like the family especially. And then he he started seeing a therapist. um, Heavens. And then we found this diary one day and in it there was all different, like, it was like Friday, 4.57, ask Terrence to do the dishes. His response, get fucked. (laughs) It was like all different, like, time codes and, like, behavioural. So we then just flipped forward a bit and started writing in the diary, like, Oh God, did a big shit. <laughs> and, you, and you participated in this? Yeah, yeah. Did he ever find what you'd written? Yeah. And, and apparently, apparently he um, stood up really quietly and left for like a few days. Wow. For a few days? Yeah, like he left the, the home. He was did really you feel upset. proud when you heard about that? I felt kind of worried. <laughs> See this podcast. What a this has gone from laughing about ruptured testicles to now. Now I'm feeling sorry for this dad. If, if the diary one is true, where did I you d- find the diary? Oh, it was just maybe like in one of the kitchen drawers. I think mm, he's got to hide that better. Yeah. yeah, that's a classic man. <laughs> that's just a rookie in a mistake. kitchen drawer. Yeah. Also, yeah. he was writing this diary at the behest of a therapist. Mm. Yeah, and he was chronicling like the his the treatment of, of his children towards him. Yes. Yeah. So. So would the thera- was there any follow-up? Did the therapist ever be like, bring your kids in? Did he continue seeing them? I'm actually not sure. Like, I sort of stopped hanging out with the girl, like, kind of in the next couple of months. So I forget what actually happened there. Because she was really right. sad. Because the girl was always a downer because she was mm. sad about not having a dad anymore. Did, like... you lead, did you lead this cause to write a hurtful note for the dad in the diary? Did you lead this? <laughs> I didn't lead it, but I was swept up in it. <laughs> Can't believe you burn booked somebody's dad. It's brutal. I know. It was just so fun. Like, you couldn't help it. Like, we always used to bully him. We used to tie his stuff to fireworks and let fire... Oh, my like, God. So his shoes and stuff would, like, go off into the sky. Do you think he was into it? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'm torn here. I, I just... I think, like... I think like, I know which one. You're going to lock in? 
therapist mandated kitchen diary and then no <laughs> consequences for it even from like his wife or anything i don't know I, i'm having a hard time believing that mm, i think right, i'm we'll gonna get... i think i'm gonna lock in the exploding ball sack okay so uh live you have gone with uh b exploding or ruptured b for ball sack yes yeah ruptured <laughs> testicle so uh okay so ben you think you know what it is i'm gonna go the diary ben is going the diary thinking that they wrote in the diary and alexi I'm also thinking of the diary as well. And also the diary. The correct answer was A, the diary. Yes. So yeah, a point there for yes. Becky, Ben and Alexi. No point for Liv, I'm knew sorry. It's, once I figured out Becky was an active participant, I was like, this has to be true. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. That's a batshit story. I know. Yeah, Becky Lucas, Awful. the original mean girl. It so was there a was, crazy time. There was no fallout? Like, did I this girl think's... throw you under the bus and say it was all Becky's idea, it's her handwriting or...? No, like the bullying was so persistent. There was four kids that like just gave him such a hard time that this wasn't even wow. the worst thing. God, yeah. to bully a yeah. parent, that's like sensational. It's giving bully me chills. Yeah. yeah. I wow. I would, to go back, I would do it. I would go back and bully parents. <laughs> the mum had, yeah, and the mum didn't really respect him either. It was really weird. Oh, no. I feel yeah. like that's the type of dad I'm going to be. Yeah. I get the sense. It's a good, I think that's a good way to be as a dad, like let people disrespect you a bit. <laughs> yeah. Just but if I, read in the, if I read in the diary, someone wrote, did a big shit, I think I'd laugh. I think, yeah. <laughs> I think I'd say that's pretty yeah. good. It's like, oh, you got me. You got, you got me. So at the end of that round, the scores are Liv still on one point, Ben right now on. on three points, Becky on four points, but still in front on five points, it's Alexi. All right, this round is called Yeah, Nah, Yeah. In this round, each of you are given a fact about someone else on the panel. If you think it's true, you'll say yeah. Things are lie, you'll say nah. You get a point if you get it right, a point to the person the fact may or may not be about if you're incorrect. So ask them as many questions, try and get the truth. Here we go. So to Becky. Yes. Now, growing up, Alexi had a long tuft of hair growing from his Adam's apple. His grandmother was adamant that he was not to remove it because she believed it gave him his powers. Yeah or nah? What sort of powers? Like Samson powers from the Bible. Like if <laughs> I were to shave this hair, I would no longer have strength, kindness, compassion, beauty, generosity, <laughs> all the all the virtuous powers that one would have growing up. Uh, hairy and Greek. Okay. Well, uh, and you don't have it anymore. Well, you see, the rest of my facial hair caught up to it when I hit puberty, so I just started oh. shaving, and then I did no longer had that tuft of hair. Okay. And no longer have the powers either. Well, you know, <laughs> the powers manifest differently. I got hair all over my body now. <laughs> <laughs> and what um, were you embarrassed by it? The hair? Uh, terribly so. Yeah, terribly, terribly so. so. It was strange to be a little boy with okay. a little goaty, like a little goat tuft of hair, like a little yeah. billy goat. Not good. So, where, okay. whereabouts on your neck are we talking? Like, right, it would be here with the crease of the so neck. On the, yeah, where the Adam's apple is. Mm. Yep. Where Adam's start. apple would be were I a thinner man, Josh, if that's what you're trying to say. <laughs> no, I was, I was describing where you were pointing to the listener. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say nah. Becky, you are incorrect. This is oh. a true story oh. about this is true. Alexi. <laughs> Alexi, I have to know how long the tuft was. Yeah. I have yeah. to know. It was probably like three centimetres, perhaps five centimetres. All right. Wow. That's, it's pretty yeah. noticeable. And was it dark in colour or was it like the peach fuzz that the boy it will have on his lips? It was just slightly darker than peach fuzz. Okay. Slightly darker. Jesus. 
yeah, it was weird. And I forget that it happens. But, you That's know, cool. it, it, it like was a whole part of my life for like probably 11, 12 years. So all the little things, huh? Mm, yeah. Little things, you know, <laughs> it was, I wish I could get it back. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of miss it now. Uh, when you shaved it off, was there a big uproar in the family or was it? They were kind of like, my son is a man now. (laughs) I guess it was probably time. They were like, oh, yeah. (laughs) I think they all liked it. All my mum and my yaya, they liked it. Do you think it was just the hormones around here that were like producing? Mm. Whoa. I had throaty hormones. Yeah. (laughs) And I was just like, we got to get this voice to go real deep. All right. Your Adam's apple was leaking hormone. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, to Alexi. When Liv was a child, their parents would not allow any of the children to have chewing gum, so Liv, out of desperation, would chew on blue tack as a replacement. My words. Um, <laughs> what does blue tack taste like? Nothing. It doesn't really have a flavour. It's a textural experience. <laughs> would it... Um, oh, my... I think I used to chew blue tack as well. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I earlier a few times, but it would okay. So now I can accurately ask questions. Now I've had this sensory memory just appear back into my head. Happy to so remind you. How would it chew? What was the texture like? How would it move within your mouth? Okay, so it's it's a process, and and I would I would hang on to it for too long. Like this mm-hmm. would be hours sometimes, and it starts off like squeaky, um, like cheese curd almost, or it's it's like it has a snap quality to it. And then it gradually, like, as it warms up and gets your spit in it, um, it, it gets, like, aerated and sort of feathery. Josh, I'm going to lock in true. Alexi, you are correct. This is a Whoa. true story. Yes. Wow. I can validate this. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it you was, spoke it was, very honestly. So funny. It was a constant struggle. The, the big struggle with blue tack was because I was like, oh, I've hacked this. I can have, like, the experience of chewing gum, but you can't really blow bubbles with blue tack. It's not designed for yeah. it. It's hard. It's very <laughs> difficult. You can't chew it and blow the bubble. You can only, like, create a very small texture first and then blow through it. Exactly. That's exactly what happened. Whoa. That's what life experience, like, that makes this game better. Because, like, yeah. if Alexi had never done that himself, he would not have been able to put himself yeah. in live shoes. I, I'm an incredibly empathetic person. So if I have shared an experience, I can relive that experience. <laughs> <laughs> That's just remembering stuff, Alexi. Yeah. That's just yeah. really cool. <laughs> Liv, did your parents know you were doing this? I don't think so because I think I think I would have had a stop put to it. I yeah. also used to eat paper, and they mm. found out about that and were like, "Don't oh, yeah. do that anymore, you little freak." But um, but would I you think eat I eat the paper and and like the whole the whole thing. You just eat it. Your parents would put up a poster and you go, "That's a whole meal." That is. Oh, thank <laughs> you so much. I'm gonna tear little shreds off this for the next week. Office but works. Blue, was I think like the blue tack I got away with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got away with the blue tack for a long time. Too long, some uh, might when say. When was the last time you chewed on blue tack? I'm just, just trying to think about that. I'm trying to remember. I. Oh, hey, why don't you give man. one some a chew just for all time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I might after <laughs> we're done. I might see if there's any blue tack in the house. I'm going to share a pack. We're going to share a pack sometime. <laughs> I would love that. I would love that. I think about 12 is maybe the last time I did it. Mm. Uh. The same time I lost my hairs on my chinny chin chin. <laughs> you and me, man. We're on the same wavelength. <laughs> Okay, so to live, at a gig, Ben was on at, a couple turned up on their wedding day. The bride was in her dress, the guy was in his tuxedo. The guy went up to the comedians and said it was his wedding day and his dream was to try stand-up comedy. 
the comics <laughs> let him up on stage and the guy bombed hard for five minutes. Yeah or nah? I'm obsessed with this. This is brilliant. <laughs> okay. They had gotten married that day? Yeah. Where had they gotten married? I don't know, but the gig was uh, one of the worst open mics in Sydney. It's the Sweeney's Hotel. Oh, okay. One of the most disgusting places you'll ever go. Had you ever, had anyone ever seen that man there before? Like, was he an audience member? No, he just did it that day, I think. Did, did he brag, did he brag, did he drag the bride there begrudgingly or was she also enthusiastic? It seemed like it because he sort of pointed her out in the crowd like, and there's my new wife and she looked very unhappy to be there. And was he <laughs> genuinely so terrible that people couldn't get behind him on his wedding day? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's a terrible gig in the first place. And he just bombed so But bad. surely on your wedding day, you get at least 30 seconds of good grace from the audience going, oh, wow, yeah. Wow, he got married. He, he yeah. might have got a round of applause at the start. Possibly. Do you remember anything he said? Um, not really. He was quite unmemorable other than the fact that he was in a tuxedo. <laughs> I went to the gig at the mic in hand at, uh, up in Sydney and they had the thing where newcomers, brand, brand newcomers would go up. And uh, a guy went up there and went, oh, my name is, oh, no, I can't do this. This is too, this is too scary. And he kind of <laughs> went to walk off and he went, no, nah, come on, you can do it. Come on. And the MC went up, come on, come on, mate, you can do it. You can do it. And he went, oh, all right. And everyone was cheering him on. And then in a matter of 20 seconds, he lost the whole room by just telling oh the worst <laughs> jokes. And then this was way, way back when like Sam Baring and Kent Valentine were running it. And so they just turned the music up on him. And he went, oh, no, 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 I'll, I'll do, I'll oh. do my Dame Edna impression. No. And then they went, no, 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 no. He goes, all right, I'll do um, my Frank Spencer. Ooh, and just went into, and they had to literally drag him off the stage. Wow. And it was with the, an old timey oh, hook. Yeah, it was one of those greatest of. He had the whole room in the palm of his hands and lost him in a second. Wow. It was great. That is such a beautiful moment for someone to go like, I can't do this, and yeah. then everyone hates it, but they somehow get wrapped up in like <laughs> adrenaline of being on stage. <laughs> I I love I love an audience. I just, I love open mic comedy so much. I love yeah. the horrors of it. I can't get enough of it. And I just, I'm obsessed with, like, when did he tell the other wedding guests that this oh. was what they were going to do right after? Did his, did, did his <laughs> fucking best man try to talk him out of it? Like, everything about this makes mm. me so well, happy. It was, it was just them two, and I think they probably got the marriage annulled right after that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, what time of day was this? Like, had they left their own reception? Uh, yeah, they, it was it was a Tuesday night around Who 7 Who gets married on a Tuesday? <laughs> that's, a sad, that's the saddest detail, that they're getting married on Tuesday. <laughs> well, yeah, I think that maybe it was just like, just them two, you know? Like, they just go to wherever you get married. But they still got dressed up. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, that's true. I, I need this to be true. I'm going to lock in that this happened. I want this to have happened. Liv, you are correct. Yes, it yes. is a true story. Oh, that's true. Sweeney's is a great <laughs> place because, like, every single oh. floor, there's four floors and they all serious? smell like a different bodily function. Like, the ground level smells like cum and then the, <laughs> the open mic level smells like piss and then sort of the third level mm. smells like... The rooftop smells like dandruff. <laughs> <laughs> Smells like head and shoulders. <laughs> uh, all right, so a point wow. there for Liv. You got a point, Liv. All right, now to Ben. When Becky was eight years old, she was diagnosed as a child genius. 
Her parents enrolled her into an accelerated learning program, but after the first one, Becky refused to go back because she said all the kids are weirdos and they only want to talk about schoolwork. Yeah or nah? I mean, not to compliment her too much, but she does seem like a bit of a genius. Aww, I, I was also, man. I'm same as Alexia. I, not that I have a hair on my chin, but I was like a child genius as well for like That's why we got on so well. Yeah. And then we I sort the of just. the same language. I think I became dumber as the years went on. Like yeah. at the start, I was really, I was really smart. But what was your specialty as a, as a kid? The I human think... body. PE. <laughs> <laughs> Identifying smells relating to the human bodily functions. As a six-year-old, I was great at PE. <laughs> no, I, I think I was like a bit of a science whiz and a bit of a maths guy. <laughs> um, but I don't know if I have any questions. I'm just going to say, yes, it's true. You're going to say it's oh. true? Oh, there you go, Becky. He thinks highly of you, but it's not true. It's a lie. Oh, boy. That, now I feel like a real idiot. <laughs> you so, rude. Yeah, that's so nice. So, like, I feel good yeah, about myself. Do you like the compliment, Becky? Because I actually wrote <laughs> yeah. it thinking, yeah, people would believe that Becky was a child genius. Oh, thanks. I wasn't. <laughs> Is that a compliment, though? I know that's a compliment, Becky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a big compliment. Oh, well. We all went I, down have here. A, I have a, a, a spark in the eye. That... But I also believe the part of you thinking all the other kids were weirdos. That's, you know, that really checked out. You <laughs> also believe the mean bit. Yeah. <laughs> An open other... face compliment sandwich. <laughs> At the end of the round, the scores are Liv now on two points, Ben oh on three God. points, Becky on five points, but in the lead by two points on seven points. It's Alexi. Aha. Right, this, this is, is our... a wonderful day for me. Well, it's our final round. Can you hold on? It's called Hoo 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 Hoo. In this round, I'll read out 10 questions all about you four. If you think you know who it's about, buzz in. Your names are your buzzers. You get a point if you get right, a point off if you get it wrong. Only round you're going to lose points. Here we go. Who here has a box from childhood with a dismembered head in it that is labelled Keep Out Sad Secrets? Becky. Yes, Becky. Live. Yes, you are correct. A point there for Becky, yes. <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a head of an angel statue that was uh, like a present that I really cared about and then I broke it by accident and I cried for days. For oh. days I wept about it. But to, as a child to write sad secrets, that is... I know. It's like, stay away because it, it'll hurt me. Like, like, so, so That's why vulnerable. you just got nominated for an award. Like, yeah. <laughs> If you open up that box for your next performance, I guarantee big awards. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, that's my Academy campaign. (laughs) Next question. Who here once bred 64 mice without their mum knowing? Alexi. Yes, Alexi. Uh, Becky. You are correct. A point there for Alexi, yeah. She loves little rodent-like creatures. (laughs) They're so cute. Did you do it on purpose or was it an accident? It was an accident, sort of. I, I could see that there were more and more mice being born and I should have said something, but I just wanted to see what could happen. <laughs> oh, and what, could, and what dreams may come. Yeah. What will happen. How long, are mi- how long are mice pregnant for? Or how quickly is this happening? Five minutes, like, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Like only like a week or two weeks. Wow. Oh, my word. And... And the babies had more babies. Like, it happened very quickly. All with their own brothers and sisters. Are they... In the cave. Sorry? So the mice had babies with their brothers and sisters. Is that how how it works with mice? Yeah, it's all good. Ah. 
They don't care. There's, All right. there's no, none of these pesky kind of. Yeah. <laughs> hey, don't yuck their yum. Yeah. <laughs> I love that saying. <laughs> Next question: Who here had a panic attack in a sensory deprivation tank? Liv. Becky. Yes, Liv. Alexi. Yes, you are correct. Yes, point there for Liv. Whoa. That is true. I received a very stressful email minutes before I went into a sensory deprivation <laughs> tank and I couldn't unwind in there. I just kept getting stressed and stressed and thinking about it. Oh I kept just God. ending up. I took my watch in there so I could just like see what time it was and how long I had left. And then I just ended up getting out and just walking around like naked in this weird room in this like strip mall. I, I have often thought that I would freak out in one of those things. I'm sympathetic to your point. I had a similar situation, Alexi. I did three flotation tank things because mm. I had a three-pack here. And on the second one, the first one I really enjoyed it. The second one, just before I went in, I got a notification on my phone mm. and it was like, Carl Chandler has tagged you in a post. And I was like, oh, no, mm. this is going to be some bullying. And yeah. I didn't check it. And when I was lying in there, I was like, I should have checked that because that's all I can think about. What has he tagged me in? Yeah. I sh- and so I was just lying there uncomfortable for like a whole hour. I didn't get out though and check it. I was like, I better do the right thing. I will commit to being distressed in yeah. here. Yeah. Who do was your have- email from, Alexi? Um, uh, it was really bad. It was from... Uh, <laughs> uh, it's pretty bad. I don't know if I can say no, it. No, don't What's say it. Of- no, I remember you said it on the live stream now. And so yeah. I, I know the story. So I was involved in a heist <laughs> yes. and it was us getting caught for being in a heist. Um, I don't want to be too specific. It was Dendy Cinemas. <laughs> <laughs> it involved Henry Stone. Yeah, okay. Henry and Stone and I got up to some no good and we got really, we got our asses handed to us. <laughs> the email said no more chop tops. Basically. <laughs> A fate worse than death. (laughs) My chopped off days are over. (laughs) Next question. Who, as a child, touched the hot grill on purpose just to test whether or not the adults were telling them the truth? Mm. Becky. Yes, Becky. Ben? No, that was Liv. Hello. Uh, They were, it turns out. It turns out they were I trust all adults. (laughs) They couldn't be me. You were always (laughs) pushing the limits, Liv. Oh, man. It's like, oh, that's really hot. Don't touch it. I'm like, "Mm, really? (laughs) Yeah, it is. It is. You have an inquisitive mind and you shouldn't be punished for that. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you very much. Uh, Next question. Who fainted in Vietnam while getting a piercing? Liv. Yes, Liv. Ben. Yes, you are correct. A point there for Liv. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> That's what the piercing? one crazy thing I've done in my life. That's <laughs> the only thing I've done. Do yeah, you... I try. I tried to get my top, the top of my ear pierced. Oh, like I got one of them. When I was eighteen. And, oh wow. And we drank a lot of Hanoi vodka, and I think that makes your blood flow increase. It does. From what I know oh. about the human body. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so they pierced it, and it just started bleeding everywhere. And the guy left the room, and then I, I fainted. Whoa. You poor dear. Yeah. Because, Liv, you had a piercing. Was yours on your hand? Yeah, I used to have a oh. finger piercing oh. when I was oh, 17. Oh. Whoa. Yeah. It sounds like a Prince Albert of the hands. Yeah, it yeah. is. So in the was, webbing or on the No, it was on my on, the on my left ring it was it was on my left ring finger. Oh, like hey like yeah. a bar yes. through the skin on the yes. top. Please. I'm so Did it feel strange every time you put your hand in your pocket? Dude, I couldn't <laughs> put my hand in my pocket because I was so scared of it getting ripped out. Honestly. Ay, 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 mama. 
Here's the thing. That piercing didn't survive very long um, mm. because it's a bad idea. It's a bad place to get a piercing. You use your hands for everything. It gets infected a lot. It's uh, but it right. was cool. My I was very cool. Oh my heavens! I don't know what to say. Did you ever get like? Did you come up with that? Did you invent that? No. It turns out that's a thing. It's not a common wow. thing, but it's it's a thing that people have done. Oh my wow. gosh! And continue to do. I think I'm going to do it. You should get one on every finger. I'm going to live a little more dangerously. Yeah, yeah just you get your Adam's stylish. apple. Yeah, with little hairs. I want to get little whiskers <laughs> implanted in. <laughs> with your piercing, have a little like mm. something hanging yeah. off it. Frill. Yeah. All right. Next question. Who here has a fear of mascots? Becky. Yes, Becky. Ben? No, it's Liv. Point off, Becky. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I ben. hate them. That's I hate okay. them so much. Um, why? Yeah, does this come they, from something? You know what? I've thought about this um, because it's not particularly rational. It, it's not just mascots. It's like um, like people dressed in those big costumes at Disneyland mm. or like on Hollywood mm. Boulevard and stuff. Yes. And yeah. I think what it is, because I've been scared of them forever since I was a kid, it's this feeling of that's a cartoon character they shouldn't be here. This is like yeah. the 3D world. Yes. Yeah. You, yeah. Why are you here? And that, because that episode of The Simpsons where Homer comes into the three dimensional universe scared the shit out of me. So I think it's something about like the uncanny valley-ness of your two dimensional be gone. Yeah. yeah. Also, it's just like a sweaty dude in there. <laughs> <laughs> Could be a fear of men. Yeah, well, hey, yeah. listen. <laughs> There's something to that, yeah. Uh, so I mean, ask you, Becky, when you've been yes. like, what is it like being a woman in comedy? Can you just go into that for a <laughs> It's so crazy. <laughs> and Ben, where do you come up with your ideas is the other uh, one. Usually I go on Twitter and um, <laughs> I, look up, I look up people with uh, big tweets and then I do them on stage. He, he steals Dave Hughes' tweets. <laughs> <laughs> but not the English one. Yeah. Our Aussie Dave Hughes. Yeah. Mr. Perth, Dave Hughes. <laughs> David Hughes. <laughs> Hello, David Hughes. All right, next question. Who here had a teacher who, if asked, would do a weird operatic rendition of The Tide is High? The Tide is High? The Tide is High, the Blondie like, song. The Tide is High. <laughs> Just, and I'm falling on. Does anyone want to guess who it was? I think I know, but I don't want to say his name again. Is it Liv? <laughs> yes, Liv. Ben. Yes, you are correct. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Is that who you were going to say, Becky? Yeah. Okay. It was so funny. She was like a substitute teacher who also had done a bit of acting. And I don't know how some kids worked out that she would sing that song for you if you begged her. <laughs> and so we were like, please, please sing it. And then she would literally wow. do this weird operatic version. She's like, the tide is high and I move. And everyone would be like, you're so good. You're you have so such good. a beautiful voice, Miss. You have a beautiful voice. Thank you so much. <laughs> it was so mean. <laughs> she was terrible. It was really bad. <laughs> She would have really got home bad. and her husband's like, how was work? And she's like, you know what? Really good. <laughs> <laughs> really good today. Uh, sometimes it's not work. I feel like those kids are teaching me. Yeah. <laughs> Next question. Who once witnessed an English woman complaining about all of Australia's snakes and spiders when at that moment a snake fell from the roof and landed on top of her? Oh, my God. Uh, Lexi. Yes, Alexi. 
Becky. You are correct. Yes, it was Becky. She kept. She would always talk about Murphy's Law. She was always like, the thing with Murphy's Law, but she'd always use it in the wrong way. Yeah. And then, and then one day, honestly, like we were sitting around, she was just here visiting. Mm. She was like, I'm so sick of Australia. I don't want to be here anymore. And she was like going on and on and on about how much she hated all the snakes and spiders. And she was staying in someone's house who did have a very like creepy crawly house. And at that moment, the ceiling started to cave in and a <gasps> snake fell from the roof and landed on her shoulders. No way. Well, that's the thing about Murphy's Law, Which, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. No. <laughs> it was so funny. <sighs> Next question. Who once stopped three jokes into a set because they asked the crowd if they could swear and the crowd said no? Alexi. <laughs> yes, Alexi. This is Benny. For yes, sure. this Benny is Ben, Hall. yes. Was this the gig at the uh, temple that you did? <laughs> it wasn't at a temple, but it was for a lot of religious Jews. <laughs> it was so bad. It was oh, it was so funny. Oh, so yes. you were filling in for another comedian, is that right? Yeah, another Jewish comedian um, asked me to do it. This, by the like, way, is my favourite story of all time. When Ben told me this story, I was crying. Yeah, I remember it happened and it was on Friday night and it was so funny. I raced over to green lights because I wanted to tell everyone. (laughs) I think I know the comedian you were filling in for. Yeah, David Smeet. (laughs) Oh, was it? Yeah. And um, this guy just kept asking me if I wanted to stand on a chair because they had no stage and no microphone. (laughs) And I kept being like, no, I'm fine. And then a rabbi who was in the front row, he was like, do you want to wear my hat? And he had this big black religious hat. Because <laughs> it was Friday night and like I didn't have a yarmulke on. And I was like, yeah, sure, I'll wear your hat. <laughs> and so I put it on. I looked like a Jewish Clint Eastwood. <laughs> and then I did like my first two jokes bombed. And then like I, one of my next joke, I have like a big, a big swear word in it. So I was like, can I swear? And everyone in the crowd was like, no. <laughs> like they all said no at the same time. <laughs> And then I was like fumbling. I like couldn't think of what joke to do next. And then the guy who gave me the hat goes, he's got no material. <laughs> and it crushed so hard. Oh, no. Everyone was laughing and I was like, oh, Jesus. Uh, bombing in guy... another man's hat is so funny. <laughs> well, standing, standing on, on the chair. chair. Yeah. yeah. But you yeah. weren't standing on the chair though, were you? Well, oh, yeah. I forgot that at one point during my, like, the first two jokes, he was like, hey, I got you a chair. And he brought me the chair. And so I stood on the chair. He stood on the chair in his hat. Yeah. And then after I was like bombing, the guy came up to me and I was like, I think I've got to stop. And he was like, what if we move your chair over there? (laughs) I was like, it's not about the chair, dude. It's got nothing to do with the chair. Oh, man. It It was so, it was actually funny. I loved it. That's amazing. I was enjoying it while it was happening. (laughs) <laughs> and our last question for the game Who here once had a man try to sell them A bag full of dildos on the bus <laughs> Liv Yes Liv Becky No that was Alexi Put oh. off Liv yeah. I just feel like men don't usually Do that kind of creepy shit to each other Yeah you know. well, But Alexi is very kind <laughs> Yeah I was the it's, one it's, sucker it happened to Opportunity Be proud of yourself <laughs> Yeah, this was when That's I was like, in Los Angeles and this guy like on the on the bus just came up to me. He was an older gentleman and he was just like, are you Greek? 
And then I, <laughs> and I said yes. And then he started speaking to me in perfect Greek, but he wasn't Greek. He told me that he was Mexican. And then he oh. had this little bag full full of things he opened up to show me and it was just all these old dildos he was trying to sell them to me old yes. old dildos you could what see do you mean that by they that? had you could see that there was wear and tear upon these items <laughs> there was oh, age no. to them there was grit there was grime and he was just showing them to me and like putting his fingers like you see this this is really good this is good stuff and he's speaking I'm to me in like fluent greek the whole time he's speaking the Whoa. like fluent greek and then me and my friends got off the bus and they were like what the fuck happened that guy just started talking friends? in greek and just showing you dildos what the hell was going on did you then <laughs> and you're like did i don't know but i got a really good price for all these dildos <laughs> you then had to translate that conversation yes. to the friends you were with well i could have just let them know like they might have thought that i asked what's in your bag can i please buy whatever's in there <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, at the end of the game, the scores are Ben on three points, Becky on four points, Liv on four points, but our winner, double figures, ten points. It's Alexi Toliopoulos. Oh, yes. my God. us out of the water, dude. Congratulations. Well, you've won, you've won now, Alexi. Not only the game, but also our hearts. Now, Alexi, because wow. you win, you can plug whatever you want to plug oh. first. You've got a, a bunch of podcasts people can hear you, you at. Yes, um, I will be oversaturating your podcast feeds in the near future. Please forgive me. They're all of high quality. Um, Cameron James and I host Total Reboot, a podcast about movies every week. And I can announce this for you guys. This is like a premiere announcement. October 30th is the premiere date of Finding Drago Series 2. Um, oh, exciting. About a whole brand new mystery that Cameron and I have uncovered. And um, it is called Finding Desperado is the name of the new season. Yes. So good. And it is about us. Uh, try, the, uh, the teaser, I'll tell you, uh, we found a Guinness World Record that we think is fake. <gasps> oh, nice. And that's Dude. what it is, yeah. It's going to be awesome. Like so six episodes starting October 30th uh, on the ABC Listen app and uh, Apple Podcasts, etc. Excellent. Liv Houston, where can people find you or watch you? Oh, I'm around. Um, I'm... Liv Houston on Twitter, Liv.Houston on Instagram, and uh, and I'm in stuff, and yeah, I'm present. Great. <laughs> ben Caution, where can people find you? I'd love people to follow my little Twitter so they can hear about all the little bodily functions <laughs> I'm tweeting about. It's, it's more than just bodily functions. I just picked three. Yeah, and um, come to the best comedy room in Australia, Everly Comedy, every Sunday at the Everly Hotel. And it's very COVID safe, never more than six people in the room. <laughs> and it's been that way for the last three years as well. There was a hotspot though, time. right, Ben, a couple of weeks ago? Hotspot for comedy, maybe, yeah. <laughs> and Becky Lucas, where can people find you? Oh, just the same. Just if you follow me on Instagram, it will inevitably lead to, um, you Stuff. know, announcements and what have you. Great. Yeah. Hey, thanks everyone for playing. This is heaps of fun. I'll see you next time. Bye. That was very fun. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.